Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast. This is Case 15, The Crosses. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a role-playing game filled with cosmic horror, existential dread, and a tangled clot of greasy hair that's stuck at the bottom of your bathtub drain. Watching. Waiting. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian as Ben. Hey, come and get your love. Matt as Kyle. Uh, you know, I'm really hooked on the feeling that this might be aliens. And Lupine as Rosa. Everybody join in. Get on the shroom train. Shroom train. I can taste color. Mmm, it's delicious. Uh, welcome, players. How's everybody doing tonight? We got all our technical issues figured out. This is going to be a perfect episode, so I'm drinking a celebratory 0% beer. I'm drinking a celebratory sparkling water. And drinking a celebratory juice and ginger ale. It might be gin next week. At least you didn't say juice and ginger. Sipping on gin and juice? Ginger and juice. I don't know. That might be good. No, no. A person that has red hair. Oh. Oh. Brian, you should know that only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. Hey, watch your mouth. Jeremy and I are gingers. Yeah, I'm a ginger. I mean, what little hair I have. Whoa, left. why'd you look down? Oh, Merry Christmas. Have you seen this? Yeah, I got no drapes left, so I have to check the carpet. <laughs> Well, guys, I don't know if you heard or not, but the irrelevant social media platform Twitter recently took another dump because someone pulled the wrong plug and broke a product that was doomed from the start. If it were up to you, who would you appoint to run Twitter instead of Melon Husk and why? Chief Wiggum's kid. Ralph? Ralph. He could do better. You want Ralph Wiggum to run Twitter? I'm in danger. <laughs> Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. That's about the equal that's running it right now. I'd have to go with um, Gritty because it would never be boring <laughs> and he would just randomly throw people off. <laughs> uh, I think chat GPT would do a really good job running Twitter. I'm just saying. Guys, I, I think I would choose Danny Trejo because Machete don't tweet. Plus, he'd bring tacos to work every day. And if there's one thing I know about social media coders, it's that they love free food. Who doesn't want tacos? As long as whoever it was didn't make fun of people in wheelchairs. I'd be okay with that. Well, listeners, if you would like to drop us a letter from beyond, please visit lovecrafttapes.com anytime and fill out our contact form. There's a link right there on the front page. Can't miss if it. If you would like to drop us on our heads. Then uh, we'll pay extra. We accept thoughtful criticism, thirsty praise, and even chilled monkey brains. In the meantime, this show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. So thank you to everybody. It's time once again, my friends, to take a quick... Commercial. Break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Monday, Monday, Monday. Come on down this Monday to Rico's House of Raw Pumps for our extra spectacular Super Sale Supreme. Are you looking to refurbish the roof of your favorite treehouse? Then look no further, my friends, than Riga's house of rock pumps. We got copper-plated pumps, 
and pumps with oversized inlets that are guaranteed to get the job done. Tuesday, 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 with every rock pump purchased, Ulrico will personally serve you up the fresh cooked taco fish from our food truck parked out back behind the warehouse. Limit of one taco fish per customer, please. Unless you slip Rodrigo an extra fiver and he may slip you an extra tortilla, if you get my drift. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. We're closed. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Rodrigo's driving down to Santa Barbara to pick up fresh supplies for next week's taco fish promotion. So it's 50-50 whether we're open or not. Friday, Friday, Friday. Thank dog it's Friday and for every customer who brings in a pupper, we got free bone-shaped treats in a big old feed bag at the front of the store. No purchase necessary. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. We sacrifice the blood aversions to the old ones in the hopes that our crop of rock pumps will be plentiful next season. There will be singing and dancing and, of course, margaritas. Free parking validation limited to two hours, please. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. If Ulrico ain't hungover, we'll open up around noonish. Otherwise, he might be down to the truck show. Now, you may be asking yourself, what in tarnation is a rock pump? I get it, friends. New technology creeps up on us so fast these days, it's like we're living in the future today! Well, lean in close, because I'm about to reveal the secret to this wonder of the natural world. You see, a rock pump is... And we're back! How much of that product and or service do you own and where do you store it i keister it nature's pocket baby i also keep mine in brian's keister nature's pocket baby i feel full of emptiness how profound <laughs> i've got two gross stashed away in a lockbox located at a swiss bank account where you can only gain access by uttering the passphrase george george it's me jeremy come to florida george are you keeping clean are you washing your ass Come to Florida. Love you. Click. I believe it's click that I love you. <laughs> click. Click. Matt, you hang up. No, you. No, you hang up. No, you. No, you. you first. Oh, you. Click. Stop. Now, dear investigators, we play Case 15, Tape 7, A Dead Man's Fingers. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. While nighttime festers with unknowable terrors in the witching hour that we can shrug off as products of our imagination, it is often the undeniable daylit horror which shakes our sanity beyond repair. Ben and Rosa discover a loathsome life form lurking at the farm, from which they flee in search of adult supervision and assistance to the local church where they uncover the identity of the missing Berkeley students. Kyle abandons his quest to make money on shrooms with Randy after witnessing the bully succumb to an odd, egg-shaped obelisk's aura 
ultimately abandoning his business partner for the supposed safety of the clubhouse. Will our heroes be able to convince others of what they've witnessed and get help from grown-ups? Or must they fend for themselves to protect their hometown from being overrun by strange invaders? Ben and Rosa As the echoes fade away inside the church, a sudden pounding on the door at Ben's back rattles the frame. Hello, Kinder, I seen you run inside. You had better not be pulling pranks in there or God will be so mad. Open up, Peter. It's Mike's voice from the filling station you passed on the way. Ben, he knows we're in here. Should I open the door? Just like a crack and talk to him? I can't hold him back if he tries to come in, though. He's just going to pull the door out of my hands. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's okay? What can we do to see if if he's a person? I guess you could ask him. Okay. Are you a person? Ben, is that you? Benjamin, please come out here. Have you been near the, the hot springs at all? Was? Don't scream at me. Benjamin, please come out. Your mother will be very angry if I let her know. Can you go get my mom? Open up right now. Why? Is that Rosa I hear? I think we should go out the back. I don't want to take any chances. Okay. Rosa, let's just go, okay? Let's go. Let's go out the back. I'll follow you. Hold on one second. Uh, <clears throat> Dave's not here. And then we turn and run. And uh, you get about halfway through the church. You hear the uh, front door open. Ben, Benjamin, where are you? The number you are trying to dial has been disconnected. Please hang up and try again. We're like serpentining between the pews. Mm -hmm. You sprint through the church, up on the dais, and then through one of the side doors, and that leads to a little short corridor where you know a circular staircase that goes up to the second floor where she stays. So you reach the back door, and you hear the footfalls of him walking briskly in the center of the church. Are you hiding? I'm reaching for the door and I'm going to pop it open and I'm going to grab Rosa and we're running out. You open up the back door and coming in at the same time is Pastor Nancy. Benjamin, what are you doing? Lord Macora. Pastor Nancy, I was looking for my parents and, and Ben was looking for his mom. Do you know where they are? Oh, well, of course, yes. We had a nice meeting up at the school. Uh, I asked all of the parents to come, including yours and yours, Benjamin. At the school? Yes, we had a nice meeting. We're trying to find those Berkeley students that were missing. So we, we have them out canvassing the area. Oh, Lord, what what happened to your neck? Oh, um, I slipped on, I slipped on something in the woods. Oh, my. The mushrooms. Mushrooms? Oh, Ranger Rickenbacker, didn't he say something about that? We saw them, but it was too late when we saw them. And Rosa had something on her neck from one of the mushrooms. Oh, dear. Come inside, come inside. Uh, we'll take care of this. And Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry, uh, Mike. Mike, what are you doing here? And Mike is standing behind you with his hands on his hips. I'm looking for the children, the kinder. They got into your church again. They're perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of them from here. And Mike gives a bit of a harumph and stalks off, but not before he gives Ben a little bit of a side eye. He tips his fingers to his cap. I'll see you later, Ben. And he walks off back through the church. Pastor? I'm sorry, did he scare you? 
Yeah. I have never seen him here before, and it really kind of scared us. That's why we shut the door. Benjamin, you're getting to be a big lad now, and, and you need to be a bit braver. It's just Mike. He was yelling at us. That's his default nature, unfortunately. Come on, come in, come in. And she ushers you back in and closes the door behind you. Aren't we supposed to respect our elders? Yes, to a point. But there are some folks in this community who need some help and understanding. And and we must, no matter our age, be a bit better. We must set an example. And Mike could use some help now and again. Okay, that makes sense. His father was uh, over there in Germany during the Second World War. And I think uh, he brought back some peculiar habits. Don't worry about him. Why don't we go upstairs? You can sit in my dining room and I'll take a look at that rash real quick. That would be great. Yeah. I might have some maple cookies left. (gasps) That are shaped like the leaves from Canada? Yes, they came from a plastic bin. It's the latest thing. A plastic garbage can? Yeah, I found him in a garbage can out back. She's actually a raccoon. Surprise! She's three raccoons in a priest outfit. <laughs> I'm your pastor. And she leads you upstairs. I follow. Kyle, you're sitting on the floor of the clubhouse, staring in disbelief at the spot where the ammo round had been not long ago. Had someone broken in here while you were in the woods? Taken it? Your immediate thought is Gertie. That little pipsqueak was nothing but trouble, always trying to horn her way into your group. She just wouldn't take a hint. But then you start to wonder, did Randy somehow make it back here ahead of you? The thought makes you grow cold. He'd probably be super mad that you turned tail left him there. Wouldn't it make sense he'd want to get back at you? Almost as if summoned, you hear a heavy footfall on the bottom rung of the ladder leading up into the clubhouse. Scut all over to the other side and just sit on the trapdoor. And you hear thump, thump, thump as the boots get closer and closer to the top. And then you feel pressure as the trap door is attempting to be pushed open from the other side. And they sit there quietly and hope that when they can't open the door, they just go away. You get nervous farts. Right on their head. Nobody home. (laughs) (laughs) And then you feel someone pound on the trap door. And then a voice. God damn it, Kyle, are you in there? It's your Uncle John. Slide off the trap door and immediately spin and throw it open. Wow, um, I like I didn't expect to see you here. What does it smell like first in here, Kyle? What is that smell? God, open a window. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was the tree, I swear. He comes up into the clubhouse and looks around. Well, you've really changed this place. I mean, we fixed a hole in the roof and we put up a shelf. I thought I saw you come over here. I've just been out hiking a bit. Uh, Hopefully nowhere near the hot springs. Why? What's wrong with the hot springs? Uh, We uh, were down there, me and Ben and Rosa, and turns out there were a bunch of uh, not clothed people in the hot springs when we got there. So we were just like, eh, and, you know, kind of left. Not clothed people? Well, I mean, I assume they weren't wearing, I couldn't quite see it because they were all like sitting down in the, but usually when you sit in the, you don't, you know, wear 
And uh, he glances over at one of the magazines lying on the ground. I read it for the articles. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Your hands look a little red. Must have touched something when we were hanging out in the woods. You know, it was probably grabbed onto something when we were running away that I shouldn't have. Well, you mind if I take a look? Yeah, it's kind of itchy, honestly. He reaches out and grabs your wrists and turns your hands this way and that, looking at the irritated, puffy skin, which is feeling much more itchy now and doesn't look great. You're seeing these yellow circular patterns all over the surface of your palms. Uncle John looks at you sternly. Uh, I think your Aunt Em's going to want to see this. How about we head back to my place and I, I think I got some calamine or something. I mean, I was going to wait here for my friends. Um, we can give them a call. I think uh, we just need to take care of that. Uh, okay. If you think Aunt Em will know how to deal with this. Uh, well, if she can't, I will, but we need to take care of that. That looks a little bit more irritable than just poison ivy. You sure it wasn't poison oak or something else? What was it exactly? Hypothetically, if you were um, hanging out by the hot springs because some professor said that there were some weird mushrooms down there, and hypothetically, you might have met up with the school bully who was also there to collect the mushrooms because the professor was hypothetically going to pay you to bring them to him so people wouldn't get in trouble, and uh, you hypothetically picked a bunch of them, and now your hands look like this. What hypothetically would you do? Hypothetically. I'd probably soak those in some Epsom salts and then get some lotion on them ASAP. Right. All right. Come on, soldier. Let's let's get out of here. And uh, you got your bike downstairs? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my main mode of transportation, you know. All right. We could throw it in the back of my truck. And uh, he starts down the ladder again. going to follow him down the ladder and then I'm going to wheel my bike back to the truck. And you guys drive off to his house. Ben and Rosa, you're munching happily on maple cookies. Indeed, there were a few left. And she is daubing Rosa's neck with cotton balls soaked in this liquid. It feels good at first, but then it starts to burn a little bit. Ow, ow. How does that feel? I'm sorry. It felt okay, but now it's, I don't know. It just feels kind of like it's burning out. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. This is all I have here. Uh, it's, it usually does the trick. It's not supposed to burn. There's no alcohol in it. How did you get this again? You said you fell down? Yeah, I, I f- fell in the woods and, and hit something. There were some mushrooms, the ones that the ranger showed us. Mm-hmm. Do we think they were toxic in some fashion? Probably. But we by the time we realized it, it was, it was too late. Yeah. Did you touch them, Benjamin? I didn't. Oh. Thank goodness. But I licked them. You licked them? Oh, my Lord. With the back of your neck? That's so weird. I guess you're not built like other girls. <laughs> I'm afraid that, uh, well, now that I think of it, there is someone who might be able to help. Is it the ranger? Actually, why don't you go down to Herb's Herbs and talk to him? I believe he carries much of this type of stuff. He has odd medicines and other things that are hard to get at the Local pharmacy, if you know what I mean. Smack, crack, heroin. Smack and crack. A nice little eight ball now and again. Little dime bags. Some really good E. Do you need a lift? Yeah, that would be great, actually, if that's okay. I mean, it's only three blocks. Uh, I could give you a lift. (laughs) Three blocks. I could give you a lift, but I drive for Uber, so. I don't want to meet Mike again. I don't want to get a cramp from all the cookies. 
it's fine. My car is just parked right outside. So come along and we'll we'll take off to Herbs Herbs and I'll I'll drop you off there. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And thank you for listening. Do you have any bikes that we need to throw in conveniently so that for the plot later it's it's quite easily obtained? Yeah. Into your four-wheeler? Yes, I have a four-wheeler now. It's a Jeep Wagoneer. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I'll it is. A thing. <laughs> it's something that I heard of sometimes. So my Jeep Wagoneer, it's green, is parked right out back. I just happened to have a little trailer that holds two bikes. Yes. Oh, yes. I I latched on my trailer. Yes. Because I had to give all of those parents a ride to the school. <laughs> In the trailer. In the trailer. Where they belong. I mean... <laughs> Come on down, and uh, you could take a couple cookies for the road if you wouldn't mind. I grab two for in each hand and put them in my pockets. Okay. And then I squish them down into my pockets. Well, come along, and she takes you downstairs. She is also munching on one of the maple cookies as she goes, leaving crumbs all down the staircase. And then uh, flings open the back door, and of course you see her brand new 1973 Jeep Wagoneer, which I'm sure if you double-check that... In Wikipedia, it's completely 100% fine. <laughs> and she, she hops in and starts it up and, come along. Shotgun. And Rosa pulls out a shotgun. <laughs> Would you like to sit in the front seat? I'll sit in the trailer with the bikes. Courtesy of Shotgun Instant Gun Delivery Services. Here's your shotgun. I quickly jump in the front. Back seat, middle on the hump, called it. She puts it in drive and goes approximately 300 yards <laughs> to Herbs Herbs and pulls up. You do see uh, along the way you pass Mike's garage, the filling station, and he watches you with his cap lowered down, his eyes, as he drinks a beer, just watches you as you pass. Does he blink? Give me a spot hit. Rosa. Oh, I got a 47 over a 25. That's failure. Can't quite tell because his cap is so low over his eyes, but he does tip his uh, fingers on his cap as you pass. She pulls up to... Herbs, herbs. All right, uh, here you go. Uh, don't forget your bikes. They're in the uh, trailer because I did that, uh, even though I didn't say that I did that. <laughs> They're there in the trailer. All right. And I need to leave now so that I don't have to talk to another NPC. <laughs> yes. Yes. Can you come in real quick and talk to her no, first? No, <laughs> I certainly can't. Oh, we, we totally forgot to call Ranger Rickenbacker. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give him a call if you just tell me what you would like for me to tell him. Or you can go into Herb's Herbs and call Ranger Rickenbacker. There. Oh, let's do I that. I think, yeah. Maybe okay, he goodbye. can meet us here and have a conversation yes, yes. with Go, go. Go, go. I'm sure he'll be quite busy in the woods. And then five other NPCs walk into the store. <laughs> Well, you enjoy the rest of your day, and I, I hope that Herb has something for you. Uh, if not, you probably want to have your mother take a look at it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to jump out and uh, grab the my bike out and then grab Rosa's bike out. Oh, such such a fine young lad. Put it underneath the back tire of her car. <laughs> oh, my bike! I need a new one! <laughs> I don't like that bike anyway. Rosa, I hope you feel better. Thank you, Pastor Nancy. You have a lovely day. And uh, I will see you next Sunday if I don't see you before then. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you. I love you, click. Unless I see you first. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Jeep Wagoneer. Well, let's go in and see if Herb has something for your neck, okay? Yeah. We walk in, there's all this hand-blown glass. <laughs> Welcome to Bongs and Dongs. Hi, Mr. Herb. Oh, Ben. Uh, what brings you? Oh, I guess it's about time that you were going to stop by to see if there was any deliveries, right? Uh, yeah, but we have a little issue. Oh, good God. Yeah, look at her neck. 
I fell in the woods and I got, you know, I fell against something. Come on back here, Rosa. Uh, would you mind? I, I just need to yeah. check the back of your neck. Uh, this is not stranger danger. <laughs> you all know me. Ben, you're my witness. Scream as soon as he touches me. Herb tenderly pulls back your collar. You hear Herb drawing a breath because the rash has spread down her back. Uh, when when did you get this, Rosa? I don't know, this morning? Just after church, right? Yeah. Well, this, this can't be... You said the mushrooms? Yeah. Did you talk to Ranger Rick? He was in. He showed me some photos. Photos of mushrooms. He asked us to go look for some mushrooms. He asked you to look for mushrooms? No, he said to stay away from the mushrooms. He said if we saw any, to tell him that we saw them. But we saw some, so we picked them to sell them. <laughs> We thought they'd taste real fun. <laughs> Have you ever played the game Telephone? We heard they'd be really great, you know? We'd take us somewhere new. He told me not to touch them to let him know as soon as we saw them. It was just too late by the time we realized we were, they were around us. Ben? Rosa? Why does this look like a hand? What? There's a hand on my back? You see what looks like hot red handprint on the back of her neck. New band name, Hot Red Handprint, called it. <laughs> there were people in the hot springs. They came out of the hot springs naked. Who are these people? Well, one of them was our teacher, and I think the other ones might have been the Berkeley kids. Back up. Your teacher? Yeah. Jennifer Olmos? Yes. But she was supposed to leave for San Francisco, I think, yesterday. That's not the weirdest part. They were all walking together, and their hands were melded together it was really weird and that's why we ran and rosa tripped and she she touched her she touched rosa don't tell him everything stop trying to tickle me i'm cereal so i think uh we're gonna need a roll from ben and that is going to be persuade i needed a 10 i rolled a five that's hard you can see Herb struggling with this information. Doubt flickers across his face. You can hear the dial-up noises in his head. He looks down at the floor, lets go of Rose's collar, and looks Ben's square in the face. Are you sure about this? Yes, sir. 100%. You saw Jennifer almost Fused together with other people. Look, Ben, I, I know your mom. Trust your mom. I've known her for a long time. And you seem like a good kid. You too, Rosa. I'm not leaving you out of this. You're both good kids. Not like that Kyle. That guy's a dick. Yeah, we're trying to ditch him. That's why he's not here. He farts all the time in the dirty house. We don't let him in. Yeah, it's really weird. He's got nervous toots. He tells us this is the tree, but it's not. I can't leave the store right now because I sure as shit am not going to talk to another NPC. (laughs) What's an empathy? I'm going to give... Ranger Rickenbacker, a call about those mushrooms, okay? I believe you there. Tell him to be very careful. I will. And he's a ranger, so, you know, he's like Strider. (laughs) Okay. Think of like Aragorn. Yeah. Oh, good. Tell him to bring his katana. I know he always carries it. Then I'm going to let the sheriff know over in Lompoc, and I'll tell them what you told me, but I'll leave a little bit of the weird stuff out if that's okay with you. Yeah, I mean... I just want people to be safe. There's one more thing. Rose, I have to tell him. He's going to help us. Her goats 
were all replaced as well by these things. We saw it happen. Goats. There was a trail of mushrooms running between her baby goat that was laying on the ground and a lump next to it. I don't know, they'd eaten out the insides of the baby goat? And the other lump stood up and became the goat. Yeah, but it was like wrong. They don't blink. That's how you can tell. We need to tackle this one thing at a time, okay? Uh, I am certainly not going to let the sheriff know about the goats. That's just too much. Let's let's stick to the human aspect, okay? I have to be honest. This is a little bit out of my league. Uh, I'm just a simple caveman, Lord. Not <laughs> a, a simple shop owner here. Uh, Can I incite him? <laughs> Excuse me? Whoa. <laughs> Can I get inside you? You look warm. Insight. Yes, you, you can do a psychology roll. I got an 85 over 60. That's fail. You can't quite tell because you're hearing these soothing words coming from him. You're thankful that anybody is believing you at this point, but you're also somewhat embarrassed because your farm, your family now has another sort of stigma you said previously that Randy had uh, really ridden you because of your family being poor and from elsewhere. You're so conflicted right now because you know that he is saying what you need to hear, but he's treating you a little bit like a kid and you feel as though you've maybe earned a bit more respect. So you're feeling a bit of ire rising. It's catching you off guard. You're a little pissed. So you don't get a good read off of him. I know this is going to sound odd, but I think the only person who can help you is Alden August. Why? He used to be a doctor in San Francisco before he retired here. Occasionally he'll get some special ingredients that he can't get elsewhere. Through me, I do special orders for him. Okay. But he has quite a collection of arcane lore that could be of use with Rose's condition. I think you should talk to him immediately. You know him, right? He's up towards your house. Yeah. You know where he lives. Yeah. If you say he's okay to talk to, then I'll do anything to help Rosa. Just tell him Herb sent you. Can we bring one of your plastic bags just so we can prove that we came here? Yes, here's a plastic bag that says Herb's, Herb's, store Herb's, Herb's. Will you come with us so you have to talk to... No, absolutely (laughs) not. Good luck, and please, uh, you probably need to hurry. It's spreading. Rosa, are you okay to ride your bike still? I think so. I feel pretty normal. Okay, just itchy? Yeah, and and it kind of burns a little bit. Okay, let's go quick then. You set the pace and I'll keep up with you, okay? I, not wanting to appear weak in front of Ben, book it. Let's have two uh, constitution rolls. I needed a 60, I rolled an 18. I got a critical one under 50. So Ben immediately takes off pedals along San Julian Road there towards his house, unabashedly trying to take the lead and doing quite well. Like you are very uh, confident as you go past the school and turn the corner and you look behind you and Rose is not there. And that's when you hear her in front of you. She went behind the school, went through the field 
and came up about 30 yards in front of you. And then I proceed to ride circles around you. <laughs> Wheelie walking it all around me going, what are you doing, loser? I'm just like hopping on the back wheel. And uh, sure enough, she beats you by easily a minute and a half back to your house. And she's just lounging there. She's already gone inside to your house and taken a Coke and a Twinkie and is sitting on your front stoop. How did you go so fast? You got like superpowers now from that thing? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm real nervous. That's probably it. Should we go to Alden's house? See if we can get you fixed up? I guess, yeah. Let's go. We can keep our bikes here and then let's just head over. And the day was sunny and clear. And then as we approached his mansion, rain clouds and thunder and lightning. The wind has died down to a, a certain point that it feels cloistered and humid and breathless. You walk up to his drive and there's a cobblestone walkway that goes up over a little bridge and then to a gate which creaks open loudly. And then you walk up the wooden steps to the wide front porch and the solid looking oak door, which as you approach opens wide by itself and you can see a dim entryway beyond um hello mr august are you there and you see a dim shadow inside rise one gnarled hand holding a cane and you hear a voice say children please come inside miss mr herb sent us for help so I kind of push Rosa in and I step in with Rosa. And the door closes behind you. Kyle, you pull up as a passenger in Uncle John's truck and he parks in the driveway, gets out and walks into the house. He stops at the front door, looks back and says, you coming? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Spaced out a bit. Daydreaming? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, come on inside. I'll see what I got that calamine. All right. Uh, hop out of the truck and follow him into the house. And you follow him into the house. You see that it's still quite tidy. Looks like Aunt M has been cleaning. Although you don't hear her around or see her around any place. Uncle John is rooting around in the uh, medicine cabinet in the bathroom. Hey, um, I really thought Aunt M would be here. Uh, you know where she went? Said she was going to be around, but I don't know. I'm sure she'll be back soon. She probably left some leftovers for you if you want those. And I head on into the kitchen and open the fridge. And sure enough, there is just stacks and stacks of Tupperware. Peek into a couple of them and it's probably some sort of leftover lasagna that looks like it's maybe a day old or so, but still edible. Pull it out of the fridge and just grab a fork out of the uh, the silverware drawer and start eating it. As you're eating it, uh, he comes out with a big pink bottle of calamine lotion and a washcloth. Pops it on the table. When you're done there, just spread that around your hands. You should be fine. Cool. I'm going to just take it and start rubbing it in. You want some milk to wash that uh, lasagna down? Yeah, I think it would be great. I don't remember it being quite that good, but okay. He goes and pours you a glass of milk, and he's talking the whole time. What'd you kids get up to anyways? What's this about the bully? Like I said, hanging around in the woods, and Randy found us somehow. I don't know. The dude has problems. Oh, is that Randy Harrington? Yeah, the kid who slushied me at the end of the year. Oh. Yeah, I think I remember that. Uh, I think his dad, boy, he was 
quite the uh, character back in the day, too. Surprised he even came back from numb. You get swirlied in high school, too, or is uh, that just me? Probably just you. That's what I thought. That family, they're a bunch of cowards. That's all I can say. Off the record. Here's the milk. So what happened with these mushrooms, anyways? We were picking some of them because Ben said that the ranger wanted them, and we figured that, you know, maybe we could get something for it. Mm-hmm. So you were trying to make some money. I mean, yeah. My dad's not around all the time, so you got to figure this thing out on my own, right? Oh, yeah. Where is your dad, by the way? Oh, something about some sort of conference in San Fran, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. I think I remember him saying something about that. Well, hopefully he won't be too long. Um, how are your hands feeling now that you got that calamine on there? Does not itch as much, which is nice. Good. I, I'm pretty tuckered out from the hike, so I'm going to quick grab a nap. Feel free if you want to crash on the couch or something, but I need to catch a couple winks before M gets back. All right. I'm gonna, just going to finish my lasagna. Wake me up if I'm not up by six, all right? All right. I'm going to wait for him to head into the bedroom and close the door before I grab the phone and dial Ben's house to see if he's there. You you finish up lasagna, wash it down with milk, and then uh, pick up the phone to dial Ben's house, and it rings and rings and rings. And then you get the answer machine. It's his mom. You've reached the McKnight household. I can't remember if I changed the uh, message, so this might be quite different than the last episode. I mean, so if you wouldn't mind just leaving uh, your name and number, Ben and I can get back to you. Thanks. Uh, hey, Ben, it's Kyle. Um, I'm at my uncle's house at the moment. Uh, we should probably meet up at the clubhouse or something, you know. Uh yeah. Click. And then I'm going to hang the phone up. Your belly is full now. Your adrenaline is starting to come down because, you know, you're no longer in danger and you've had a couple good shocks today. Uh, and your hands are feeling a little bit better. Dial Rose's farm and see if they're there. Uh, you get the same thing, but no answering machine. You get the answering machine. Uh, what time is it right now? Uh, we're going to say it's around five. How's that? Okay. And then I'm just going to crash on the couch and take a nap too, I guess. All right. So you lay on the couch and uh, you feel relief because you're in a safe space. And uh, so you're just starting to drift in between that edge of sleep where you're like, you don't want to give in to the nap, but you feel your your eyelids getting heavier and heavier. And then you see John come out of his bedroom and walk over and stand above you next to the couch and you look up at his face his unblinking face as he stares down at you pretend that i don't see him there and john says it's time for night night and he reaches down with his hand and puts it around your neck begins to squeeze immediately gonna like hands up and i'm gonna start like hitting him to try and get him to snap out of it and that's when you realize how heavy your arms are and your vision is somewhat dim and watery out of focus as the drugged milk kicks in the milk that he put something from the medicine cabinet into and you ineffectually try to bat him away as grayness seeps into the edge of your sight with the last remaining bit of strength that you possess. You lurch forward trying to throw him off balance and a form comes rushing into the front door 
And it's Aunt M with a gun pointed at Uncle John. And she yells, Kyle, duck! And the gun erupts and you black out. Tune in next time as we play another reel of the Lovecraft tapes. Poor Kyle just can't catch a break. We need to get the entire town together in one small space for a town-wide meeting. Everybody just has an Irish accent. What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? Well, we should kill the kids. Yeah, we should kill the kids. Let's infect them with the mushrooms. We have to get them to touch all our butts. Our mushroom butts. (laughs) There's only one way to stop them. Slap the butt. Disappointing. Uncle John. I think he knows more than he's letting on. So if we could manage to get him to talk. Well, he seems to like sort of have his faculties about him, whereas the rest of them all seemed kind of like mindless blobs. Not developed all the way yet. Yeah. What if he was the first? I think he brought it from Vietnam. (sighs) He's been cultivating it. He brought the aliens from Nam. Maybe he's been fighting to keep it contained and then it got out. Planet Nom. It's my new B-movie. Alien Invaders from Planet Nom. Planet Nom Nom. Nom 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 Nom. All right, cool. Well, we'll see if any of that bears fruit next time. But now it's time for some hashtag recommendos where we share some of our geeky obsessions. Lupine, you get to go first, so start us off. This week, I was going to do something else, but then I saw Humble Bundle has the entire Goosebumps series really cheap. So Goosebumps, in case anyone does not know, a very formative part of a 90s child's growing up. Those books that you read in, like, mid-grades. Spooky, but not real spooky. Like, the kind of stuff that scared you when you were 10. To be honest, the one with the marionette puppet still creeps me out. So anyway, it's pay what you want, but there are, like, three main price points. And uh, the first one is $1. You only get three books, but for $1, that's a pretty good deal. I went for the the $18 one because you get 31 bucks. <laughs> I'm going to have Goosebumps Vintage Day that I'm just going to read, like, all of them. So anyway, that's it, Humble Bundle. All right, well, thank you, Lupine. Appreciate that. We'll check that out. All right, guys, it's my turn. And lately I've been building up my Steam library. And when it comes to video games, I love few things more than a good discount on a great game. I don't really care that much about what's hot or popular or cutting edge. If it's a game with a good story competent controls and fun system, I'll at least add it to my wish list, especially if it's in the genres of horror, RPG, or action. Yes, I'm guilty of haunting the weekly deals and daily sales, and yes, I subscribe to Humble Bundle for the off chance I can support a good cause while also scooping up Steam keys to either grow my library or give away to friends and family. Just recently, though, I became aware of Fanatical.com. Much like other stores, Fanatical sells individual games at a great discount and puts together bundles of games based on genre, franchises, and publishers. The sale prices are very attractive, but it wasn't until I bought my first bundle when I became aware of the impulse aisle during checkout. For less than two bucks, you can add two more mystery games to your order and up to five of these two packs. So for under 10 bucks, you can get 10 games. Now, you may already own these games. It's a complete toss-up, but you can always give them away too. 
However, some of these mystery bundles also contain highly rated and expensive games. It's kind of like winning a $60 on a $1 scratch-off lottery ticket. If you're looking to save some cash on new games, consider checking out Fanatical.com. That's awesome. I love gambling. Matt, it is your turn. If you're a fan of games with great stories, then uh, I think I have just the thing for you, Jeremy. Tonight, I'm going to be recommending a game called Overboard. Overboard is... At the simplest level, a reverse whodunit takes place in 1935. Uh, You take the role of a famous actress who is traveling from Europe to America with her husband on a boat with a bunch of other passengers. And late in the middle of the night, one night, you end up shoving your husband overboard and killing him. So it's now up to you to spend the rest of the time you have on that boat sowing suspicion and throwing doubt around and trying to point people at other people and uncover all the little bits and pieces so that once you get to America, they blame somebody else and you walk away scot-free. It's a really interesting way to play because normally you're trying to figure out who did it. In this case, you're the one who did it and you have to make other people think you didn't. A really simple, almost visual novel kind of style, very easy point and click. A lot of characters to interact with. There's a lot of secrets to uncover. There are multiple paths and multiple endings, both good and bad, depending on how you spend your time. Uh, Every action you take, every person you talk to, every room you travel to takes time. And you only have a limited amount of time before you reach the dock in America and the conclusion is reached. Whether or not you get away with it, that's up to you and what you do with your free time. Highly replayable. I've played through it six or seven times. I've successfully gotten away with it once. And I've already had the time to think about it and go, oh, maybe if I do this and if I talk to this person and if I try doing this, then I can get away with it like this instead. Uh, So there are a lot of different paths and alleyways and ways you can hit the ending that you want. Uh, So if you're a fan of murder and mystery, but you want to be the murderer, play Overboard. Nice. That sounds like fun, man. Bri, you're up next. Cheese boards. I didn't own one, but we had a charcuterie board. We made it up on one of our one of my cutting boards. So I actually purchased a charcuterie board. HB Life is the company that sells them on Amazon. It's a cheese board and knife set, which is cool because it has like a little slide out for the all the knives that you need. The current lifestyle change that I'm having is uh, low to no sugar. And it's really just to get healthier. I can eat a lot of meat and cheese <laughs> and olives. And so once a week now, I, I have a charcuterie board. So I'm going to actually be hitting Jeremy up to get some other ideas for types of meats and cheeses that I can try. I don't want to go and buy something and then not like it. And there goes 15 20 $30. You know what I mean? But I got this board, 11 by 16, which is plenty big. I don't entertain a lot of people at once. So it has four stainless steel fighting knives. I got it on sale for 20 bucks. Uh, it's regular $24, but it's still, even at that, it's a, it's a great deal. It's got little grooves on the side, so you can put like cheese or crackers and stuff in them so they don't flap around all over the place, like off of a cutting board. <laughs> if that's something you're into, it's just kind of a nice change to have, like if you're having a movie night or something, you can lay out a spread and set it there and kind of pick and choose as you, as you watch. And it's definitely different than sitting down with a meal and fork and knife and you know what I mean? It's nice. All right, Bri, thanks. And uh, yeah, we're actually having charcuterie for dinner tomorrow night. All right, I'll be there. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, visit lovecrafttapes.com for our up-to-date information about our podcast and subscribe to our live streams at twitch.tv slash lovecrafttapes.com. 
or youtube.com slash lovecrafttapes. You can chat with me in real time at discord.lovecrafttapes.com. And you can also chat with me, kind of, at discord.lovecrafttapes.com. And I will leave you emojis on your remarks and statements. You can find me on Discord, but you can also find me in a few other streams. And all of the information is on my link tree. Uh, link tree slash lupine vendetta, all one word. And we can uh, swap mushroom licking tails. I was going to tell you that you could find me but the drugged up milk has me knocked out cold, so you just don't get to know that this week. Until next time, roll four. Duck! Where? Quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2023. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.